0: good so yeah after all those health and safety warnings for next week the risks we're, we're going to deal with fear today but um, I'll explain that in a minute so um, I, I went to the dentist on Friday and um, I must say I was a bit um, in trepidation a bit fearful because um, so, I've got stitches in my mouth <laughs> so, um, so they, they removed an abscess by going through my gums rather than through my teeth which is fine, um, but I was a bit unsure, you know, and a bit a bit nervous, to say the least. More about afterwards than before, <laughs> than during. But um, but as you see, I'm I'm okay. I was preparing Jan to do this actually in my place instead of me, but um, she was she wasn't keen. <laughs> so. But. Um, we can all get a bit a bit fearful about things, can't we? You know, and um, and you know whether it's things. Some of them are minor things. Some of them are major things. You know, there's a lot of political upheaval at the moment, and a lot of economic upheaval, and um, people can get anxious about those. And I should say, just to define things, anxiety, I think, is a general sort of environmental thing. <laughs> Fear is a specific thing, and. Um, and I do want to deal with that subject today. But I just want to take you on a bit of a journey first so that you can, so I can, sort of, you can see how I, how I got to speaking about this. And Dave, Dave last week talked about his journey to try and understand the scriptures and, and, and how, it, how it came out with what, what he was preaching about last week. So I just want to say, um, I, uh, a few weeks ago, um, Helen Bunker read, read a, a verse in a prayer meeting or some scriptures, and I'm going to read those now to you. And it'll come up on the screen. It says says a shoot. It was from Isaiah chapter 11, and uh, verses 1 to 3. It says, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. And um, when I looked at those verses, I thought, the the Holy Spirit is, this is talking about the Holy Spirit being on Jesus. But in the New Testament, it talks about that same spirit, the spirit of Jesus, um, coming upon us. And it came on the the early disciples, and it's here now with us. So these verses, you know, through transmission as it were from Jesus come to us as well and I thought wow that's great there's loads of stuff here on them um, um, you know it's a spirit that gives wisdom and understanding it's a spirit that gives counsel and of might okay and, and I thought those are great things to speak about and I looked at some verses in um, in the book of Acts where Paul actually does this stuff okay and um, again it's it'll come up and it's um, It's Paul being led through one of his second uh, missionary journeys. And it's in uh, Acts chapter 16. It said, Paul and his companions travel through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. Adam, I think there's a a map, actually. If you put that one up and I'll read it. Okay. So, um, in the province of Asia. So there's, hopefully behind me, I can't see a thing but um, hopefully that uh, you, you can see what this means. He kept, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. So the Holy Spirit said, no, don't, you know, don't go there, don't go there. In the province. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. And Paul and his companions travelled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mycia, they, they tried to enter Bithynia. Sorry, i is repeating it. So they passed by Mycenae and came down to Troas. And Paul had a vision and said, "Go across to Macedonia." And I just thought that spirit of understanding and wisdom that was on Paul, you know, was was there on Paul, and that's available to us. But then I thought, why is is Paul? He's he's really obedient to the Spirit here, and and I I look back at those verses in Jan um, in 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 Isaiah, and um, it's a bit of a story, okay? And Jan was was said the other day about um, um, we we can uh, you know we can be a bit familiar, a bit familiar with with the word. And a bit familiar with, with God, actually. And, um, and then I came back to those verses in Isaiah. And, it, and it's the last ones that started to, to get me. And it talked about um, the spirit of, of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. And, of, um, and, and it said that Jesus delighted in the fear of the Lord. I'm not sure I've, I've really delighted in the fear of the Lord. And, um, and, that, and, and I thought... Paul, the reason Paul obeyed and went, I'm not going that way, I'm going that way, because the Spirit tells me, he was obedient because he had the fear of the Lord. He'd, he'd recognised, in a way, those last verses in Isaiah, in that section in Isaiah, that it's, you know, it's the spirit of counsel, yes, but it's the spirit of fear in the Lord, and that helped him to interpret what was being said and to move in the right direction. There was great, great fruit um, in in that, and so I want to I want to talk about the, the fear of the Lord because the, the thing that drives away familiarity is the fear of the Lord. Okay, and can I just say, I I've, this is a, a, I wouldn't have chosen this topic because it's really hard <laughs> because it's a problem for for us in in scriptures because it says do not fear. All right, throughout, throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, and this isn't an Old Testament thing and a New Testament thing, throughout the Bible it says, do not fear, do not be afraid. And at the same breath it says, fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. The other problem is, we try and get around this by using different words for fear. We call it reverence or we call it awe. But in, in Hebrew and in Greek, the word roots are, are basically the same. In Greek it's phobos, from which we get phobia. So we can't even say, these words are different. They're not. So he's talking about, do not be afraid, but fear. And um, if I use that example, there's an example in Exodus, which I think the verses are there, Adam. It, and, and even in one sentence, he's the same word in different ways. Well, actually in the same way. <laughs> and... Um, it says in Exodus 20, it says, when the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen. But do not let God speak to us or we will die. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. All right? Do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. Um, and, and, you know, similar, similar sort of words together happen in the New Testament as well. So it's, you know, we, we, and partly, you know, that's why we get a bit, this is a bit confusing, isn't it? You confused already? Yeah? So how can we fear God? It's an even bigger problem in our culture. Yeah? The, the, the psychologists call it the paradox of a safe society. And um, Nathan spoke about health and safety, yeah? We are safer, we have um, got rid of really deadly diseases that that afflicted people in the past. We are safer, we are richer, we are more secure, and yet we are more anxious as a culture and as a society. Yeah? We are more fearful. Anxiety has become a a clinical, medical um, illness, has not it? Since since COVID, we are we are as a society we are. I think we're we're much more anxious. You hear about it all the time. I think Nick prayed about you know mental health and health and well-being. I didn't even do use a bowling ball either, did I? Yeah, we 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 have this. Um, this problem and, and part of the problem is we've misplaced the fear um i don't know what you're you're afraid of you know there's all sorts of things that i talked about maybe to the dentist but there might be big things that, that are concerning you at the minute and there are big things around the world aren't there from from wars to to um uh, to, to political upheaval here and everywhere uh, you know there are illnesses we've just got through covid you know these things these are real. So this is a real, a real issue that we're trying to tackle. Part of the problem is we've misplaced the fear. We've put the fear in the wrong place. We've put the fear into things and circumstances and situations rather than into God. And I just want to unpack a bit um, how, what that means to fear God. Because, you know, when we, we, it has negative connotations, fear, doesn't it? But... Yeah, and, uh, but this morning, what we were doing, what Barney was doing, thank you, Barney, you know, in our celebrating and rejoicing, that, that's as much part of fearing the, the Lord as it is falling on our faces and, reckon, and being fearful and trembling as, as the people of Israel were. So, um, so let's, let's unpack, unpack this. And I've got a little diagram um, to help me and to help you. Um, of, of, if you like, the progress through um, through what we, what we might believe and what we might, how we might recognise um, what this fear means. And... Um, I'm going to have to turn around because I can't see it. So Jan suggested this. She suggested that I use a, 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 a scale that people move up. And um, at the bottom, there's, there's... there's sort of no faith or no knowledge. And, and a lot of those things I talked about earlier on start to become the replacement fears, because fear isn't a bad thing, is it? It's a bit like pain. It's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. Um, but so there's there's those misplaced fears and anxieties. But we might see God just as creator, and just as as a you know there is a God out there. Um, but I'm not too sure. He's about as as sort of inconsistent as the English weather. It, you know, whatever, whatever it is, he's not really. Um, you know, is he in control? It, isn't he in control? You know, but we can we can be awestruck at creation, and it's right that we are, but it doesn't mean that we've necessarily um, gripped what it means just to fear to fear God. Yeah, because we, um, you know, we often fear punishment. And do you remember that um, in the parable that uh, Jesus told of the? That the servant who um, hid that money and said, "I know you're a really um, harsh, um, harsh ruler, and you're a harsh person, and you punish people," and often that can be our view of God. Yeah, that he, you know, I have got to do things right. I have got to be at my best. I have got to um, obey all the laws. You know, and it becomes really a, a slavery rather than a, than a joy and that's not fear of the lord bringing delight. Because remember those verses in Isaiah it said Jesus Jesus had the fear of the lord and it was his delight. So how can we get to that to that delight? We you know as we go through we recognize that that God wanted to have a relationship with us. So it's you know he, this God who created also wants a relationship with us and to and to get to know us. And he came in person in the person of Jesus. And he, he came and he, he died on that cross and he, he achieved salvation for us and he, had, he broke down those barriers to sin. It's basically the gospel, isn't it? That he broke down those barriers to sin. And, um, and we, can, we can be thankful for that. We can rejoice at that. We can rejoice at his creation. We can rejoice at, at, at what he's accomplished and we sang some of that, that this morning. But it, it, it doesn't... Really, I, I'm, I'm, and I do it. I, I'm, you know, I'm preaching myself here today. It, it doesn't make me fear God. It doesn't make me fear what He is and who He is and how amazing He is, you know. And fear is a physical and an emotional reaction, isn't it? It's, you know, I mean, you get an adrenaline rush. Now, I, I, I do not want to jump out of an aeroplane with a parachute on. But I'm sure, you know, it is fearful. But it's, it's, it's you know, it gives you an adrenaline rush. But, you know, we, it has a physical and emotional reaction. And what God is saying when he says, I'll, you know, fear me, He's saying, I, I want you to have a physical and emotional, you know, and he talks about loving the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and life and body. And it's, it's, a, it's a physical, emotional, all-in reaction to who he is and what he's done. And as we move up that, we get to the sort of what I call the wow well stage of, of that, of that, of, him not him being creator, him being judge, him being redeemer, him being our saviour, but him being our father, and our you know the one who who we can have a relationship with, and it, and again it's not it's not just about us sort of understanding that it's it's, it's about passion it's about um, it, you know I'm I'm struggling to try and explain the passion that we should have at what who God is and what he has done. But fear in this context is a total all-in emotional, physical adherence, love, and it is it is the essence of love of, of what he's done and who he is. And I just want to pick out three three areas. <clears throat> My notes are rubbish, by the way. I'm not, but I do need just to check this. So, the first surprising thing about this fear is that it's a result of blessing, and it says that in the in the New and Old Testament. Um, and there's some verses I think that come up. Yep. Yeah. Um, so from from Jeremiah, it says they shall fear and tremble because of all the good and all the prosperity I pride for it. That's talking to about uh, about Jerusalem, and it says um, you know in in Hosea it says they shall come in fear to the Lord and to His goodness in the latter days. He is good. We sing, don't we? He is good. You know, He is a good, good Father, and um, and it, even in the New Testament, it's the same. It says when Jesus healed the the widow's son, it says, fear seized them all and they glorified God, saying a great prophet has arisen among us and God has visited his people. His presence here is a cause for fear. The presence of Jesus in that place because of what he did was a cause for fear. And, um, but it's also a, 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 it's also intense, it's also that fear... Is a, is, a, is a thing of intense love. It's a thing of intense love as well. Um, he puts love and fear together quite a lot in, in, um, in the Bible, in, uh, in Deuteronomy, when he deals with the commandments. He says, says that, that, you know, I'm giving you this land so that you will fear the Lord or God. And then he says, you shall love the Lord your God. So your love and fear go together. And it's, a, it's an indication of the intensity of our love, is that fear that we have for God. And the final thing is that fear and knowledge go together. Knowing God, knowing, not just knowing of God, but knowing God is the, the essence of us, of us fearing him. In, in those verses in Isaiah, it talked about... Um, you know, the knowledge, and of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. You know, knowledge and fear went together in those verses in, in Isaiah. Um, and and as, we, as we get to know, we get to fear. Because we realize what he has done. And we realize, more importantly, who he is. And the more we, so the more we know, the more we fear. The more we fear, the more we know. That as we go on, we know. And it's, and it's a, an ever... That's why I had those arrows going up, because it doesn't really stop. And we need to get to the point where our knowledge of him starts to, to move our emotions. He says the mountains will be moved. Yeah? That, that when God appears, even the mountains move. And, and our whole beings need to be moved. <laughs> yeah? And that's why it was great, Barney, that you did some of, the, some of the songs that sort of made us move, even a little bit, yeah? Because I think sometimes we're a bit in the middle here, yeah? I'm talking about myself as well. Whereas he wants us to be all in. He wants us to give everything to him. And the reason he wants to give us to give everything to him is because he knows that is our route to delight. That's our route to joy, that's our route to fulfilment. That's our route to, to all that we need. That's our route to, um, to getting rid of familiarity. That's our route to getting rid of those other phobias and fears that we might have. Because he is the only one. Jesus said, didn't he? You know, you only need to fear one person, and that's, that's God. But it's a loving, it's an intense emotional f- fear. We fear because he has done such incredible things. Such amazing things. Things that I can't describe to you today. And that's why I struggle to try and get, get this over. I can't describe, because the more I know, the more I fear. The more I fear, the more I know. And we need to go on. And I just want to finish by being a bit, bit more practical about how we do this. Because um, this is a work of the Holy Spirit yeah, we've been looking as a church at how does the Holy Spirit impact us, and this and as I read in those verses in Isaiah, this fear of God is a work of the Holy Spirit. We can't work it up. We can't, you know. It, it's it's love, isn't it? It's love. We can't really work it up. We can make some decisions to help it to work up, but but it's love and we as we love him more and more it's just a very very intense form of love and um i just want to say though that so it is starts with the holy spirit and but it starts all also with us doing some really basic things like reading god's word daily yeah of doing those things of 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 not just reading it, but letting the Holy Spirit talk to you. And the reason I gave that sort of that that journey earlier on about how I went from one scripture to another scripture and back again, is just to model some of the you know let's let's look at let's not just read the word, let's start to um, consider the word, and and meditate on the word, because that will show us just one step more what God is like and what He is. And what he's done, and I regularly, you know, I, you know, look at some scriptures. Not every, not every day, but they can make me go, wow. And what you know, the best reaction I can have is wow. I have been, I have been moved sometimes. All right, and and, and to this sort of physical, you know, emotional reaction. Sometimes at seeing a brilliant sunset or sunrise. I remember once, and it wasn't, it's not in worship services, right? It, I was driving the car, and I went, wow. Wow. That, that was just unique and amazing. And that's the thing about our God, isn't it? He is unique and amazing. And I can't, as I said, I can't describe, have the words to describe how he is, who he is, but I would just want you to get to know him. <laughs> I just want you individually to get to know him. Because more and more, we will get to fear how amazing he is. And we will get to love him more and more and more. Because we will never love him as much as he loves us. But we can move some, some way towards him. If, if, you, if you can't read the Bible, listen to it. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, David Sussie will read it to you. Um, there are, there are other commentaries where you can now get audio books, you know. But whatever way you want to do it, then let's, let's just understand this word, understand how amazing, incredible it is. We need to encourage one another, doesn't it? You know, we need to, we need to meet together. We need to join groups. We need to listen to YouTube videos from other churches you know, that, that, are, that are really going to feed us. Um, we need to sort of get, get into this word of knowing, knowing God and understanding who he is. We need to talk about it. Tell, tell people. When you're, when you're meeting socially in here, in the cafe, tell people what God's done for you. Tell, tell people how amazing he is, what you 've learned today from his word, just share it. just tell them yeah, I, I, you know I found this out today, and let 's start to start the conversation and get that get that going there 's some great words from a song that we 're going to sing in a minute barney that 's all right, um, Sorry, I just warning him um, from Matt Redmond about um, face called Face Down. It says, I'm welcomed in to the courts of the king. And you are welcomed in to the courts of the king. Yeah, This fear isn't stopping us, but you come in. It says, welcome in. I've been ushered into his presence. And Lord, I stand on your merciful ground, yet with every step tread with reverence. I would say tread with fear. It's the same word. Yeah? We just substitute fear for reverence, reverence for fear. But so we're going to sing that now, and I just want to. But can I just pray for us first, and then we'll um, then we'll we'll sing. So, Father, just send Your Holy Spirit to us. Help, help each one of us. Help me to go deeper in my knowledge of You. Not about you, but of you. Knowledge who you are. May I know you. May I love you. Um, And truly know what it means to fear you. To fear this amazing, unique, loving, gracious, powerful, enormous, fantastic God that we serve. And who's, who's, who's come into our lives... And disrupted our lives, but in the most beautiful, amazing way. And we just want to, to just adore you and, and give you all that we are. In Jesus' name. We ask for your help, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.